0: This is Andrian and this is Ray. Welcome to the Talk Lab Podcast. Every two weeks we'll invite a new guest and in every session we'll dig into the life, relationships and perspectives.
1: One question at a time. Let's talk lab. La! Yay. Welcome to the Talk Lab Podcast. And this time we've invited Chu Ming to be our third guest. Woo! Thanks for coming. And because we know that we have been a tiny bit unstructured for the previous episode, so this time we'll split his episode into three. And the first episode, we'll talk about his self-identity, opening up, and his sexuality. But Ray, would you give a brief introduction on Chuming?
0: Of course, of course, yeah. So Chuming, I think uh, he's actually a junior um, to myself. Um, We were all from HKUST, and we all from global business. um, Fortunately or unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, depend, depending on how you see it. Yeah. But basically that's how we met, but I think uh, just a brief introduction before Chiu Meng does his own uh, introduction. It's like um, he's a very special um, kid, very, you know, he has his own self-identity, very strong. I wouldn't say strong personality, but very unique. When you look at Chiu Meng from a distance, you know, oh, that sounds like him, that's, that's him. He has, he's very flamboyant, <laughs> right? So, but basically he's actually, yeah, also from Malaysia. So i think maybe you can share a bit more about yourself how you came from a really small because you're not from kuala lumpur like a big city right you're actually from a very small uh, town yes it's actually a city it's a city right yes. or a town yeah. yeah and then how you actually ended up in
2: hong kong so yeah uh, pass the stage to you all and then we can bounce off some ideas yes um hi everyone my name is Meng. i'm from malaysia like i'm um, from you know ray but i'm from, from ray. the i from yeah i'm different <laughs> from ray where i'm from uh the smallest state from Perlis and then it's not a city it's a state okay, so but yeah it's uh has been a long journey from there i moved to hong kong 6 years ago for study so we are from HKUST and now i'm working in hong kong
0: yeah nice yeah so yeah so basically why we got chu i think that's why we're going to put this in the first segment so mm-hmm. that there's no, no no one has to wait because people that know you or are close to you mm-hmm. already knows that you've already went through the whole process of opening up uh, before going to talk about opening up, you really want to understand how you actually identify your sexuality and uh-huh. how you actually realize that, hey, I actually are more inclined to guys as opposed to girls, yeah.
2: Yeah, Um, for those that don't know me, this is my first time coming out on like a huge platform, I am gay. And you know, like not the happy gay. I'm gay. I'm attracted to men, like both. Um, you know, like romantically and sexually. And um, from you know, like raised questions about like how do I identify? is actually when I, you know, people always ask, be like people always ask gay people, lesbian people, like oh, when do you decide or when do you discover that you are gay and. I think the answer for me personally is when I was 14, I just realized, oh, I I like this, you know, person from another school and then he's a guy and then I'm like, oh, I like guy, oh, that makes me gay. And then I just start telling my friends like, oh, I'm gay and I like that guy. So it wasn't a lot of like, um, a lot of hurdles, I would say in identifying myself because I think that's just came naturally to me. And has been years that I, you know, that has been years that I identify with this label, but it doesn't really restrict me in any ways. I'm just like think that yeah, I'm gay, and that's it. Just like you know, people that like girls. If they are guy, then I like oh, I'm straight. You know, yeah. yeah. So very, yeah. I mean, first of all,
0: thank you so much for doing this with us. We know this is something that touches you personally, mm-hmm. so we really respect your. Your openness mm. and willingness to try new things with us, yeah. with us yeah so because that was quite interesting so we we actually talked about this right that uh for you it was more of a case that it was very binary mm. you already know straight up that okay you're interested in guys at at least from that hormones development stage right <laughs> when you were teenagers yeah. and all and for you you're already inclined like okay you're attracted to the opposite sex i mean yeah. not opposite sex the same, same sex. sex. yes yeah so just wanted because now you're actually part of the community and already, mm. right? And you've also, you know, engaged with different, similar people, but their process might not be the same, right? Yeah. So they are more like um they sort of live a certain life because of how the parents bring up brought mm. them up, how mm. their friends treated so they actually start like girls, they dated girls before,
2: but they realize that oh, actually, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so um wanna hear some thoughts on,
2: on, on uh, those. Yeah. For that I I consider myself lucky because i really did not struggle with this identity i did not like i did not think oh my god shit like am i wrong or whatever i think it's just uh it's just very natural to me as i say it. but i know a lot of people went through the struggle of like um they are not sure and on that point i want to say is even though i self-identified as like a gay person um, I do think uh, sexual orientation is actually a spectrum where there's actually a lot of us are in between the spectrum where there's a straight, very very straight and very very gay and a lot of us are in between that a lot of people actually, I believe, that a lot of people are actually buy, and I don't think, as I say, I don't think um, I don't think the label itself really define you it's more on um what do you like the process you know like because it people could change like when you were younger you could attract to you know like a different gender of people and then it could become just one gender and then you can change again it's uh i would say it's fluid and then it's on the spectrum so to me it's just more i'm you know inclined towards the same gender that i really like men and i'm Identify as a man, but that could be a lot of people that yeah. in between that and um, I Want to say that it's completely okay And you can take all your time to discover because it's a long life, you know You can just really figure out what important is really figure out what type of people you like and Gender might not be first, you know, like that's what I think is yeah. very important. Yeah. Like, uh yeah. I think we all have our own struggles like I still um, face the same thing like for example um, to me I still feel discriminated like you know not kidding It's like in term of getting married there's no way we can get married in Asia which is one thing that I want to be openly talking about same-sex marriage and stuff and because there are so many things that we can work on not only from the stigmas and also the stereotypes but also in real life like um people really can't get married you know it's not because sexual orientation itself is one thing but how it impacts your life is another thing like Mm -hmm. um identity like you know like soul searching like discover yourself it's one thing Mm -hmm. and after discovering and how that really impact your life Mm -hmm. it's another level so I, i think i'm in this phase where i'm like okay so I'm a gay person so what does that mean to my life like do I come out like this to people do I embrace it do I run away so it's still a constant struggle to me like when I even though I'm seems very open about all these I talk about this all the time but um, I still have you know like some mental blocks when I'm at work or I meet new people i will be like should I open up because will that change how they view me I am okay with this but will that change how they view me and uh will they see this as everything of me because it is not everything of me it's just part of my identities but you know with the negative uh stereotypes that attach to the lgbtq plus community that is the worry of a lot of people like you know even after you affirm yourself with this identity you still face the the worries and fear of the society perception so I think a lot of people are actually struggling with that as well, me included, from time to time. Yeah. So, um, but how how do you
1: come out like for the first time that you you were saying that it was to your yeah. friends yeah. first? Yeah. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. coming
2: out, it's yeah, it, it was very easy. None of my friends are like. I think I'm being very lucky because as I said, from Perlis is the smallest state, and then it's like people are more conservative but all my friends are just like oh okay like they are like okay you like that guy cool like before you and but he doesn't like guys so uh and i was like okay then let's move on so that was easy for me but that that coming up to friends i have been i have a lot of supportive friends like they don't really like no one is really just you because i think when um you come out and then if people really don't you know, like, they have wrong perceptions about you. They usually stay away. So I never really met any uh, hateful people, whatever. I met a couple, you know, like, I, I was holding hand in Shenmuan before with my partner, and then someone yelled, like, uh, disgusting! I think that hurt me a little. That was one incident. Yeah. But throughout my life, I met a lot of supportive people. Okay. But to me, uh, coming out, it's a constant process. Like, right now, what I'm doing is still coming out. Like, That's the difference what I feel and I think between homosexual and heterosexual is the world and the society automatically assume everyone is heterosexual. So everything is heteronormative. Like everything is think as like it's a guy and a girl. They get married. They have kids. Everything has to be molded into that um, system Mm -hmm. when you don't fit in it you always have to tell people, oh, I am not on this route. You know, I'm different. And, you know, it's not built for me and this stuff. So every day I'm coming out, every time I'm coming out, and coming out is a constant process, like what I'm doing right right now. Yeah.
0: I I just, because you touch upon systems, right? And so far, what we're hearing and what we understand is like opening up and everything. I think you have all of that figured out. We can dig into some of the details that later. Mm -hmm. But you did mention like it's more from in Internal struggle and dealing with different people emotionally mm-hmm. and their expectations, but I remember you also raised the point that um, getting married mm-hmm. is tough. So that is I would call it like uh, not really emotional. It's more like the system that the world has created. So wanted to really understand, you know, other than you know the societal norms, how people view you. That's always a constant struggle, which is already a bitch, right? Yes. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But what are some of the physical constraints like? You know, you you know when you're a disabled person, right? There's some things that you cannot do. So as a gay couple or living the gay lifestyle in in wherever you are in the world, so far, other than getting married, is there any other constraints that you feel like it would be a big barrier?
2: Yeah. Um, legal wise, I think uh, same sex marriage is not recognized yep. in Asia. That is yep. a well known thing, and it takes time to really change the legal system or whatever. That's one thing. Second thing, it's um there are a lot of like laws that are really really discriminatory mm-hmm. and used you know to against certain community of like lgbtq like um you know there are penal codes that is um against anal sex like you know okay. which is like nor- oh, oh, yeah like, it's like malaysian politics is using yes this, yes right? yes they use it as a politic tools and oh, okay. um that it's um that's something really bizarre because mm. not only gay couples have anal sex everyone can have, have anal sex yeah, I say it yeah. so it's yeah so I encourage everyone to explore that and yes, you. but you know with yeah. all those like bad perceptions about uh, that it, it it's intertwined with that and yeah I, I just think the it's not there like not only you know getting married or like the insurance policy and everything okay. it's it's a huge thing to me, it's a huge thing to me, to be honest, yeah, to, to look into that.
0: It's quite a, how should I say, a juxtaposition, right? Like, we right now, we're pushing a lot of LGBTQ, and I think in the workplace, it's accepted. But a lot of the policies, fundamentally, does not really help, right? Like, yes. what you say, insurance, that is something so big, right? Yeah. Yes. So, I think we'll get, like, do, do you see, see that the whole community as a whole, other than awareness, legally are we making a push like do you see progress and on, on that
2: mm, side of things i in asia i think the best place that you know like progressed a lot would be taiwan you know like they passed the um, same-sex marriage uh, law bill last year and it's progressing There's a lot, yeah. there's a lot of way we are Undoing the harm and also like you know like trying to remove the stigmas and also on on different routes like how people view how people view people that are different from them and also how we can put include everyone in the system and society that's another thing. So I don't think they are mutually exclusive. It's like not. It's how do I say it? It's like not because you pass the law and allow same sex marriage that's mean people will stop being hateful it will not but having that baseline to protect everyone is a right like everyone should marry whoever they think Mm -hmm. they should be because like no one cares if you get married right like if you get married today or tomorrow or next year no one actually cares but why should people care and prohibit someone from getting married so that's some questions Mm -hmm. just gonna throw it out there for people to ponder if they have not like Thought about that mm-hmm. before yeah That's i good. think yeah.
1: there's still a lot of discriminations happening like in hong kong or even in, in asia that a lot of people just discriminate against the lgbtq community thinking that they are abnormal from the general public mm-hmm. so i think what we're trying to do here is also to w- raise awareness to like a community that i think we need to look after yeah and also respect
2: yeah um i don't think um how do i say this i don't think i represent the lgbtq community because i am only one person and my experience is very different even though i identify as like you know Mm. as as a Mm. gay person just like no one can represent the whole group it's more like we want to see more representatives we want to listen to more stories about people from all walks of life like um you know like is this society that we are creating is catering for everyone is everyone feeling happy Mm -hmm. for it is everyone having their rights being respected so i think that's what i hope to see and by having more conversations and having more transparency between people we can help to cultivate that because we want to know more about each other like when i i even though i'm a you know even though i'm gay i don't really know more about um bisexual or like lesbian Mm -hmm. or transgender before Mm -hmm. it's a learning it's always a learning you have to learn more about that the binary the non-binary and um i learned a lot along the way and i believe i will continue learning you know it's just the start for me as well like learning myself helps me to learn about the struggles of the other people Mm -hmm. and also help me to see how i can uplift the other people
0: Because I I think you're already a really great ambassador in this uh, space, but hopefully there are more and more people out there that are willing to share it openly. But obviously, it's really all about, you know, how much you're willing to share and comfortable and respect, right? So hopefully, like, you know, because this platform of the podcast is to actually help, you know, teenagers or young adults that are, you know, discovering themselves, Mm -hmm. whether it's in terms of sexuality or even, you know, purpose, passion. So today's topic is really more about at least in this episode, on how they can go through that question about what's their sexuality. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. which leads into the topic, like, really, we understand your process of opening up, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, we understand, like, through your different phase in life, it might be different. Because in workplace, it's completely different, right?
2: Yes, um, I would say, uh right, like, in different scenarios, it's different. Opening up to your friend is very different from opening up to your colleagues and your managers. Than opening up to coming up to your family they are all different scenarios and if you're in the process of um you know like understanding yourself you should really understand that uh who you are what do you like and the label itself is just help you to understand more it does not define you as a person as a whole and um you know it's always easier to come out to friends if you are still uh struggling to see if I would say most people actually like buy that
0: kind of that stage yeah know. or like you no know, what i'm trying to
2: say is most people <laughs> you're right but most people are actually very supportive is yeah. what i want to say yeah. Like, oh, okay. yes, yeah. yeah people people are not as hateful there are a lot of hateful people yeah. but usually people around us they 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 are not being hateful because they, they want to be hateful they they're being hateful because they don't understand yeah. so and uh a lot of time we are living in our head and thinking oh my god and my dad and that? It's more like we self-criticize a lot and you know just try to open up to a bit and see how it goes like push the boundaries a little bit every time with your friends and then if you want to try it out and then you can try it at workplace and then your family in the end but it really depends on your personal life and experience that I would say not saying you have to come out because you don't have to is really up to you because it's your life, like you get to live your life. If if you don't want to open up, you don't want to tell the other people, that's fine. But if you feel like you're being constrained and you feel like you're not happy, you want to live to the fullest, you want to embrace this identity, be proud. You know, that's why we always say, be proud about that. There's nothing wrong about this and everyone deserves to be alert. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think in our previous conversation during lunch is that you feel the strain. Like sometimes you just feel tired to just keep mm-hmm. it to yourselves and you just want to like tell your friends. Mm-hmm. And I think having supportive friends, no matter in which situations in our previous podcast or through coming out, having supportive friends to be there with you and for you to understand even mm-hmm. yourself. sometimes I think there are a lot of misunderstandings between like hetero, p- heterosexual people mm-hmm. or to homosexual people. I don't think there should be a discrimination. It's just there is a misunderstanding or a lack of understanding yes. of each other. So hopefully, people are trying to understand each other more. I don't think that's just limiting to even homosexual or heterosexual. It's basically no. understanding a person. Yes. If you know a person willingly and genuinely, I think you would find areas that you can appreciate someone or group of community
2: yeah. is
1: that you would have an open mind to accept people for who they are
2: totally agree you know like um Mm -hmm. i agree on listening and you know listen to the perspective of the other people that are different from you because you always find something else from that and that is the reality is always completely different from what you have in your head like the stereotypes that we see on social media or on this and that you just want to oh wait they are just a person and a human like me they have their own life, they have a work, they have to go to school, and this and that. It's just, oh, it's just a minor part of them that they live through their life in that identity. So, um, I totally agree on that, listening, and no one should be really excluded from any circumstances because part of the identities, you know? Yeah, it's just,
1: it's just an, a part of anyone. If you are heterosexual, you're heterosexual. If you're homosexual, you are homosexual. Or, if you... Or in other areas of different communities yep. that are being discriminated, you shouldn't be. You, I think everyone should just keep an open mind and just understand each other, yeah. and don't read a book by its cover. Yeah. But also trying to actually read the book, maybe you discover something that mm-hmm. you might not know, and you, if you don't know, ask questions. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are willing to, like, answer you very willingly and just blatantly mm-hmm. without any judgments, right? I think that would that is one mm-hmm. one that i really want to like tell, tell because off. i think for me sometimes i think i misjudge too mm. and i think i'm part of a community that i can relate but obviously i think in, in the lgbtq communities even um, is is an area that i can relate to so i think we're almost wrapping up this episode so is there any learnings or takeaways yeah. that you think would be useful for our audience to when they, or when they're coming out or when they're having different experience when they're yeah. growing up, is there anything that you would want to remind them or if you were going back to 10 years ago when you open up to your first friend, family member, what advice would you give them? Or
0: maybe, I think what would be interesting because um, do you, I'm not sure whether you're comfortable to share these, but over lunch, you mentioned like to friends and everything, that's easy, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're quite supportive, acceptable. Mm-hmm. But the ones that were closest to you, and the one that was brought up a different way, the mm-hmm. older generation, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you can share from that perspective yeah. what were some of that learnings yeah. and takeaways. Even though we understand at the end of the day, it's who you are, whether you truly embrace yourself, yeah. if you really want to live a full, transparent life, then of course, don't have some sort of grudge with yourself yeah. that you're not uh, opening up to everyone. Because at the end of the day, they are loved ones, right? Yeah. yeah so
2: um, I two parts of it you know like the first part i'll answer raise questions first about like opening up and um i came out to my family like uh different faces but i came out to my family already i feel relieved because i've been yeah it's like a huge it's like a a known secret i'm pretty sure everyone knows i'm very like i don't care i post things on instagram and like facebook but do your friends i mean does your parents friend or okay not parents like the your
0: family's community uh hey, like a child, or like hey yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my memory is yeah. very bad. <laughs> <laughs> my memory is
2: they, very bad. me. <laughs> yeah, um there's probably gossips running around or whatever, which yeah. I really don't care because okay. it's okay. my life, you know. Like people are gonna talk shit about you very anyway bad. and because people don't understand. I don't take it personally, you know, I I learned to not take it personally and the sole reason I came out to my family is because um I want to be transparent. I want to let my family know that, you know, it doesn't change who I am. Like, before I came out that I say, yo, I'm gay. And after I say, yo, I'm gay, I'm still the same person. You know, nothing's had changed. Like, I am the same person. No, not saying everyone should do that. But if you do that, remember that, you know, like, um, you are still the same person. You made that decision to come out. It's because you want to leave fully with this identity and that's what I did and uh that's the first part and if there's any suggestions that I can give to anyone that want to come out to the parents like make sure you have a support system that you can fall back on because um Mm. older generations or like people that do not understand and not as open-minded they would have some um ignorance that within them and those stuff they say might hurt you so when i came out and then i was asked like um my family just say why can't you just change your thought and then i have to go on a long process of explaining how sexual orientation is not a thought and then you know you don't get to choose like why can't i just like whoever i like you know all those conversations they are hard conversations but so make sure you are ready to have conversations and make sure you have a support system you can go to if anything goes wrong. And lastly, give them time because we ourselves maybe take time to really understand ourselves, to really like identify with certain things and for them, it takes time for them to understand the other people as well. You can't expect people just be like, okay, cool, not everyone is that cool, so give space provide a space for yourself provide a space for your family your friends and respect each other and the most important thing is respect yourself and always think about yourself first and then the other people that's what i would say and um uh, andren also asked like if you know i can go back 10 years uh ago where i go back in time and then to give any advice i would say to anyone out there that uh confused and still don't know you know what's going on am i normal am i abnormal am i belong to this society we everyone going through that struggle in some sort or another just be one thing to live a happy life is actually be happy with who you are you know like you if you identify whatever labels identity or whatever just be proud of it as long as you are not hurting anyone That's my principle of life where because when I first came out and 10 years ago, I won't change anything that I've done is because I did not hurt anyone and I'm sharing a part of me. So if you feel comfortable, just do that. You will find out that in this world, there are more people that love you than more people that actually hate you. That's what I would say. Yeah, it's a lot
1: to take on as well and to consider. And but I think... It's to understand each other, to respect each other. And that is the first, I think, the biggest takeaway from our first episode. So thank you, Chuming, for our first episode. Mm -hmm. And we will soon move on to our second episode. Thank you very much. See ya. Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we are also on YouTube now. So feel free to give us a like, comment, subscribe. And more. All right, And if
0: you find this helpful, share it to people that are going through similar process, identifying themselves, I think it's a topic that nobody talks enough about, yeah. but very much needed in our daily lives. yeah. It is. All right.
1: All right. Yeah. All right.
0: Cheers. Bye. Bye.